Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hello, Monica. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. We are super pumped. Today, we're going to kind of talk about like health stuff and success and how those two kind of go hand in hand. And I think it uh, it's coming at a perfect time because we've you know opened up a bit more recently about the personal journeys that Abby and I are both exploring and taking in our health and our relationships and our mental health and how I think sometimes for us, it feels kind of, or at least for me, it feels kind of like a lazy way of trying to be better at business, which like, it seems dumb when I say it, but trying to take the time to do self care and work out and be mindful of healthier choices. It hasn't always been very clear of how that can actually help me, especially in my business in other ways than just like losing weight or being fit. So I think today we'll kind of give some perspective for some people who might feel that same way. But why do you think that's even a thing? Like why I get we put it on the back burner so much, especially as women's and then you throw women's, especially as all of us women's. And then you throw in the fact that some of us are moms and it gets put down the list even further. But like, like what? Why? (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's such a great point that you bring up. And I think especially as business owners, we have the tendency to want to accomplish things, right? And (laughs) wellness isn't something that you check off your list and it's done, right? It's like an ongoing thing. And so if it's not that easy satisfaction, check, check it off the list thing, of course, we have a tendency to not prioritize it because we want to see the tangibles. We want to see the money coming in. We want to see the clients coming in. And we don't always see the results of taking care of ourselves until six months down the road. Or until we're like dying. Right. And yeah. <laughs> Literally. And yeah. Can't right. sleep. And then we're like, oh, well, now there's an emergency. All of my red flags are, are popping up. Exactly. So how can we start to like reprioritize that before it's like, oh, crap, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go to the hospital. Right, exactly. And I think that's the key thing is like, don't wait until this emergency situation happens and be proactive. Like think about how in your business, you're proactive about so many things. So why are you not being proactive about your personal life? Because your business, like, you got to exist. You got (laughs) to... Right? No, it's so true. Like, uh, I was literally just listening to a podcast this morning all about improving yourself 1% a day, and like creating habits that stick. And so he was talking about 
specifically when you start looking at fitness and health and nutrition, specifically the like not seeing instant results is what prevents so much of us, so many of us from sticking with it. And so adding some sort of instant result to the thing that takes longer. So like yoga, like, okay, it's going to make you relax and lower your blood pressure and make you a happier person and all this stuff. But it doesn't do that in one one hour session. And so like, (laughs) why not? (laughs) So what can you add? or, Or what are your ideas of things we can add to some sort of personal health practice to give us more instant results? Yeah, I think it's checking in with yourself after you do it. So let's say you meditate for three minutes, because really, you don't need to meditate for more than three minutes, you can get results from those three minutes. But if you meditate for three minutes, and then just go about your day, you're going to think you got nothing out of it. But if you meditate for three minutes, and as you're coming out of it, you check in with yourself, how am I feeling now compared to how I was feeling before, you're going to be like, Oh, shit, I really do feel better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, when we hear all the time, we're like, well, if you just start or if you just do it, like it will make you feel better or you will start to see those results. But I do think giving yourself also congratulations for those instant results and really checking in to see what they were. For instance, I've been working out a lot this year, way more in the past like two months than I have in the past two years, like collectively. And some of those workouts are at 545 in the morning which if anyone knows me, I will literally stab you if you talk to me before 9am. Like I am just not just don't even try. But because of our schedule, and because someone has to be here for some reason, even if my daughter is asleep, then that's when I have to like, that's my only opportunity to go. I'm back at 645. My husband is off at work at like 715. That's my window. And so I've woken up a couple times to do it. And at first it was hard and I hated it. And it was cold. And granted, I started doing this in January. So it was like negative degrees outside. And so I like hustled through it anyways. But then I found like, holy crap, I'm coming back home at 645 or seven. And I've already gotten one big thing off my list. And so a couple days would go by and I'm like, Oh, well, I have an opportunity to go to the 815 class on this day. So I'm gonna do that. And I hated it. I I was like, it was 645 or seven. And I was waking up. I'm like, I could have already been done working out today. And I could have already started my day or I could have had even more minutes to myself before my daughter wakes up. And now I'm like having to rush her to the sitter and then go work out and then rush back home because now I feel late because it's after nine and I haven't even started my work day. So I think like comparing my feelings post-workout to the 545 class versus the 815 class gives me like, okay, I'm now really, really proud of myself for sticking to the 545s every time that I do because of how much it makes me feel much better it makes me feel. Yeah. And even taking the chance to just go for it instead of saying, I'm not a morning person, I'm never going to go to that 5.45 a.m. And I think that that is something that stops us a lot when it comes to wellness and taking care of ourselves. We make this assumption, I'm going to be terrible at meditation. I don't have the self-control to not eat Whatever it is. Yeah. (laughs) Flaming hot Cheetos. That's my bag of Cheetos. (laughs) So, I mean, we make these stories in our head, right? That are like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And we're telling ourselves these stories every single day. And I know y'all talk a lot about like just saying what it is that I am going to do, like what I can do instead of saying all the things that I can't. And 
Again, yeah. like you're d- doing it in business. You're saying all the things that you can mm-hmm. do and you know you're capable of it in business. So let's drop the story when it comes to wellness and your personal life too. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. everything's circle, everything's tied together. Mm-hmm. And where you're not showing up in wellness, there might be a reason why in business you're not mm-hmm. going as far as you'd like. Well, and something I felt like I needed to acknowledge was everything surrounding the habit. I actually enjoy working out. Like I I enjoy the feeling. I enjoy how I feel during it, after it. The thing that was preventing me was I don't like having to walk outside and like be in my car and drive 10 minutes there. But if I focus on instead of worrying about the workout, because the workout will happen if I show up, if I focus instead on if I just get my dang shoes on Mm -hmm. and get out the door and get in the car, Mm -hmm. then the workout will happen. And so I think focusing on the part of the habit you're resisting. And like, for me, it was like, I would literally sit on the couch for like 45 minutes, like watching Instagram stories, like, why have I not left yet? And it wasn't that I didn't want to work out. It was that I didn't want to drive to my workout. And so making those little connections, I think have really helped me acknowledge how ridiculous I'm being with myself and, and being okay with that. Oh, well, and even like having an accountability partner at first to do this with, because let's say, Abigail, you told your friend that you were going to meet at that time you wouldn't text her and say, I'm really just am on my couch and I don't even feel like putting my shoes on, right? You can tell yourself that. It's like, we're okay with telling ourselves that, but you wouldn't tell your friend who's waiting for you at the gym. Yeah. Well, and that's what I had to, like, I hate right. that that same part as well. I don't, now that I found a type of workout that I like, I actually really like doing it. I like how it makes me feel getting there in the cold, getting like driving in the dark. I hate, hate, hate driving even to the best places, let alone working out at five in the morning. But I realized like, I'm going to be the person that's sitting on the couch, never, ever going. That's 100% going to be me every time, unless I go to a type of workout place where it costs me money if I don't show up. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And if I cancel at the last minute, like their window is even bigger than normal. It's like a 48 hour window where if you don't cancel, like they charge you. And that is some big accountability because it's always that last minute, like, oh, I feel like I'm going to be tired in the morning. So let me cancel. And I can't like, and I could if I want to pay for that class. But that's me being like, okay, well, I'm already paying for it. So I might as well go. So if that's the kind of accountability you need, set it up, sister. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I totally agree with that. Because mm-hmm. you just need to set yourself up in the early stages, set yourself up for success and accountability. And then from there, you'll find the workout that you like, and you'll be excited to go to it. But in the meantime, when you're still testing out what it is you even like to do, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of times we get caught up in the trends also, like, Sometimes bars really cool. Sometimes restorative yoga is really cool. Sometimes power yoga. And we think that that's what we're supposed to be doing. My mom's a physical therapist and she's like, do you know how bad that shit is on your body? That's what I've heard. Yeah. And because I also heard that they don't really, and not to offend like every CrossFitter now, but that there's not a lot of supervision to make sure that you're doing the things right. No, and the weights are really heavy. So yeah, no, let's not hurt ourselves. About my knees too yeah. much. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, I mean, finding the one 
that fits you and not feeling like you need to try them all. You don't have to be doing everything. If literally walking on the treadmill every morning is your thing, that can be really amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about nutrition. So here's the thing. Emily and I both love food. We both have a very poor relationship with food. (laughs) Emily, Emily does not eat for days at a time and then binges. I just eat too much all the time. <laughs> and I'm going to fill a case when binge. So <laughs> this is just led to a, a bad habit of Emily losing weight when she's stressed out, which pisses me off. And and me being pissed at her and then gaining weight because I'm stressed out. Anyway, nonetheless, it's the cycle. And I have been really trying to eat better or being more conscious of the food I'm taking in. But it's hard when my like life is not surrounded by other people making the same conscious decisions. And so let's talk about like flying solo in the the arena of trying to eat better when everyone else is like, here's a piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here's a whole cake is what I would say. Yeah, no, I totally feel it. I love food. Like Someone asked me the other day if someone came to Kansas City and what I would like go show them. And literally, I could only think of restaurants. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Steamboat Arabia? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool, by the way. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there way too many times. But yeah, I think it's about balance, right? And that's going to sound so cliche. But if for the majority of the time, let's say even 50% of the time, you're eating what feels good, when you're best friend is giving you that chocolate cake, you're not going to feel guilty about it because you've already for breakfast, you had a good breakfast, you had a good lunch. And now that chocolate cake's no big deal. And the energy. So like, I'm really big on like what energy means and like how our perception of something actually affects the way it's inside of us. So if you look at this cake thinking, shoot, I really shouldn't eat this. It's going to make me feel sick. It's for sure going to make you feel sick. Guaranteed. But if you look at that cake and you're like, okay, I know myself. I know I've been accountable to feeling good all day today. That means Mm -hmm. that this cake is not going to make me feel bad. Because again, like it's accountability. So much is accountability with yourself and deciding what is your self-worth with feeling good. Because you know deep down that you deserve to feel good. You deserve to not eat the food that makes you feel sick. You deserve not to not eat the food that's going to make you feel sick because you're so busy, right? And it comes down to me as a human, you as a human, to show up as your best self, you deserve to show up as your most nutrient rich self. Uh So I don't think it's anyone's. I honestly don't think it's anyone's. And I think it's unpeeling those layers of why is it that I'm so busy right now that I feel like it's better not to eat. Because yeah, I think my inclination for a long time. Like my husband would come home and he would literally get mad at me because I would have not eaten all day. And then I was like pissed off that we didn't have dinner ready. And then I expected him to make food for me. And it was just, it was this all around like circle of everyone hates everyone and everyone's (laughs) starving. And that's just, it's not a good place to be. So I mean, I've, I've definitely done better about eating in the middle of the day and stuff, but it's still... Oh, so 
one of my kind of like life hacks is I have my go-to super healthy meals that I equate to comfort food. Okay. Because I like to think of my comfort food being something that's going to make me feel good while I'm eating it. So usually it's something really warm and like kind of dense. And then I want to feel good after too. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like having a rough day and I eat comfort food that's going to weigh me down, it's like I'm going to spiral back into that after. But if I have that go-to meal that's my healthy comfort food, it's like I eat it. I feel so much better. It's so yummy. And then an hour later, I have energy. I'm not feeling like, oh my God, why did I eat all of that? Right? So like for me in Kansas City, that's Cafe Gratitude. Um, they're, uh, they're humble bowl. It's like just so warm and so yummy. And in Dallas, it was um, at True Food Kitchen. They're edamame dumplings. They're in their kale salad and um, a pizza. And so like I just, wherever I've lived, I've had this meal that's like, it just makes me feel so good and it makes me feel good after. So it's time to explore. So you love food. So go on an adventure, go like be determined, make a challenge for yourself to go find that meal in Kansas City. That's your healthy comfort meal that you'll look forward to even when you're crazy busy. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, and I've tried to do all the hacks of like, you know, when you work from home and you forget to eat or you're eating like frozen meals or whatever, like I've tried, I've been there, done all of that. And my problem is, it's like, this has been my problem for consecutive weeks in a row now where I will like go into the kitchen and I have options. I have healthy choices. Like I have put healthy Mm -hmm. choice snacks in my life and none of it sounds good. Like I'm full, Mm -hmm. like I'm not hungry. But then I get to the point where I'm like raging lunatic starving, like in the afternoon. And at that point, I'm like, where are the cookies? Like, le- like, let me dig to find the things that I've hidden. And so it's, it's a weird, like, I don't know if it's a mind thing at that point, because I physically know if I have, especially because if I've worked out that morning and only had coffee, like come two o'clock, I should have already eaten a significant amount of food. And I just don't. Do you like this? healthy snacks. They're tasty. They're good. But I eat them like, like I like pile them onto each other once I'm starving. Right. Like not as like a preventative measure of hunger. It's like, give me the rice chips and give me the turkey jerky and give me the all of the things. Mm-hmm. And then it, I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what snacks do you what snacks in a perfect world would you be eating and not look at your pantry and be like Cheetos? <laughs> I have organic Cheeto puffs in my pantry right now and they're delicious. That is not the perfect world, Emily. That is not what she meant. But at the same time, I would say, isn't aren't those better than no food? I, I somehow don't believe that's perfect. Yeah. Like your bot your brain needs something. Even if it's like that's the thing. Like it's all about so, okay, I love adaptogens and moon juice, and we don't need to, like, well, I don't go know into it. I don't know what you just said. Okay. Okay, basically, they're these herbs, right? And the combination of these herbs are adaptogenic, which basically means if you're super, super um, stressed okay. out and anxious, it's going to bring you down to the middle. I need all if of you're, those. If you're really okay. tired, it's going to bring you back. So... That being said, thinking of this food thing in that sense where it's like, you just want to bring it back. So even if the Cheetos aren't necessarily the best option, they're still going to bring you back to, you know, closer to where you need to be. Right. 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 And so not associating guilt with it. Because if you then associate guilt with the Cheetos, then you're getting nothing out of it. Because guilt, I think, is the lowest vibration that we can be at and nothing productive really gets done out of guilt so what what is an adapted yeah like i don't i just don't know what that means okay 
Are there like actual examples of foods that are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there are these combination of herbs. So it could be like ashwagandha. Um, trying to think. I can never put Do you have it as like tea? Yeah. So you can, so they're like powder and you can put them in your tea. You can put them in. Oh, I could sprinkle them on my Cheetos. (laughs) You could, (laughs) I guess. Why not? (laughs) But basically, I mean, it's more, I bring that up more as like the concept of like thinking how something can just bring you back to balance. But again, this is also something that you can incorporate into your day. That's kind of like an easy thing to throw into your coffee after you work out and it can at least balance your body in a way that it's at least not going into like some starvation mode or some stress mode. And it can like, kind of like cheat. That's the only mode my body knows regarding food is stress mode or starvation mode. And it's like, it's such a hard cycle because I mean, it's something I battled with like literally my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, food is nothing but guilt mm-hmm. for me, like 24 seven. So I like to not feel the guilt. I just tell myself I'm not hungry so that I don't eat for two days. Right. Yeah. And so again, it just, it's like anything else. If guilt's associated with it, it's just not going to give you what it needs. And so getting clear on what, why do I feel guilty and how can I clear and forgive that guilt? How can I forgive myself for that? Because I mean, do you want to live the rest of your life feeling guilty about food when you love food? You love food. So why would you want, you know, so take the time to dig deep, unpeel the layers, just like anything else in life, you know? Because it's, it's like not to linger on my eating disorder, but like, so my issue is, it's like, okay, all the guilt. And I get your concept of like, okay, but if you're about to be starving and you're about to spiral, like, a little bit of Cheetos is better than no Cheetos if you're getting yourself back to like zero. And I get that concept. It makes sense for me. And I've like hearing it like that. I'm like, oh yeah, I, ma- I made a decision like that, you know, a couple days ago or whatever. But then it leads me down into the even more dangerous part of like where my eating disorder stems is then I will be the Nazi about like, okay, three Cheetos only. And then like counting all of the things and like three Cheetos gets me to here. But then that means I can't eat like, then it's this fucking like algorithm of food. And which is what I'm trying to avoid because that leads down to even more dangerous habits for myself. But that is just a shit show over here, guys. But it's true. But it's real. And I think we all have some version of that. You know, we all have some algorithm in our head that justifies whether it's food, whether it's working out, whether it's how we treat our business. And anything, we all have this algorithm in our head that don't even know how it got there, but has basically determined how we function in our day. And a lot of times how we function in a way that maybe we wish we didn't. So I think the very first thing is talking about it, like saying it out loud, because also when we say things out loud, we start to like realize, oh, that kind of sounds funny. Like, you know, just starting there and not just keeping it inside. And I think that's the most important thing is that we're even having this conversation and talking about it and talking it through. So if we're looking at all of these areas and really thinking about making better choices and not feeling guilty about the ones we are making, what you talked about it being tied to success. So talk to me about what making those choices can lead to and why we really need to pay attention to that. Yeah. So I think it comes back to your self-worth, first of all, 
And I do believe in the saying that self-worth is equal to your net worth. I know like it's a controversial saying, but that's my stance and I'm okay with that because here's the thing. If you want to sell a product and you don't believe in yourself, how are you energetically going to show a potential customer that they should believe in it? You know, you need to believe in yourself more than a potential customer would. And when you believe in yourself, you believe in taking care of yourself because you know that you can serve other people on an even higher level if you are your full self, your full energetic self. You're not drained. You're not burnt out because if you're burnt out, then guess what? You're probably resenting a lot of people in your life because it just feels like one more thing, one more thing. And so to take care of yourself and to tap into the wellness world for me really was learning how to flow through life again. I did burn out in corporate. I did burn out in my own business. I have the tendencies to just go, 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 go. And when I started to treat myself kind of like a wellness guinea pig, I started to see like, okay, like these woo-woo people in LA are onto something. Like there's something about going a little bit slower, being a little bit quote unquote selfish, not feeling guilty. I used to feel so guilty about sleeping in when I started working from home. I felt like I just wronged everyone if I slept till nine. And it's like, first of all, who really cares? Probably no one. Who really even knew I slept till nine? Probably no one. And it's just letting go of that guilt and the people pleasing and all of that. And at the end of the day, when you take care of yourself in that way, you can take care of yourself and show up in a really big way in your business or in your nine to five, whatever that is for you. Well, I do think there is something about LA. I'm being very serious when I say all the crunchiest, like selfish people in all the right ways, like the people I look up to and I'm like, they take really good care of themselves or they take really good care of their family or they do really fun things. They live there. So I do think, A, I should like take a note and really think back of like, what are they doing? And some of the stuff, it isn't important. Like, I feel like we make everything out to be so like, it's important that I work out and it's important that I eat right and it's whatever. But like, it's like singing to, you know, a, an album in the middle of your kitchen with your kid. Like, it's like little moments like that where you enjoy life a little more. And they just happen to show it on Instagram or whatever. But like, if you can take those moments and just appreciate them, you know? Yeah. And LA was a really healing place for me. When I got burnt out of my dream job working in fashion, I moved to LA. And in one month, I dropped all the stress weight because in, in Dallas, I had a personal trainer. I was eating well, still gained 20 pounds. It was all stress. And I was having panic attacks all the time, just the works of being born out in corporate at age 24, right? And LA was such a healing place because it gave me the opportunity to explore all these different ways to tap into yourself, which in most cities, I don't think you really get the opportunity to look within. And LA kind of forces you to with a crystal shop and a juice shop on every corner. But also the lifestyle piece of it. And that's what I've really incorporated into my brand when I moved back to Kansas City is how 
feeling good, living a life that excites you on a day-to-day basis, you don't have to live in LA to do that. Yes, LA makes it really easy to do that. And so it's so important for me now on Instagram, on Instagram stories to share pieces of LA that I've brought with me to Kansas City. So for example, that is the adaptogens I was talking about. It's finding that one Ayurveda place in Kansas City, you know, finding those things and doing the heavy work of spending time on Google, just finding these places because they're there. If Kansas City has these things, then I mean, y'all, you can find them. So, and I think just making it fun and not a to-do list thing, because like Abigail, you were saying, like we make it so important to do the workout. But again, it doesn't have to be that. It can be making a little latte that has some yummy ingredients in it that makes you feel good, that makes your brain more alert. And it can be that easy. It really can. I think it all comes back to gratitude. Like we spent a whole episode nailing that down yesterday. But I, I really think spending time appreciating where you are and like what you're doing and just because your life doesn't look a certain way on the outside it doesn't mean it isn't great for you and so I've had a real problem lately with feeling like I have a lack of identity and everywhere else except my business life and like what is it that I want to work on? And how can I paint a picture of the kind of person I want to be? And I get to decide who that is, which is scary and awesome at the same time. And so, you know, laying in bed this morning, like, I just spent 10 extra minutes cuddling with my puppy. And like, no one sees that. And like, no one cares. But for me, it made me feel really good. And it made me appreciate her. And like, It was her birthday a couple days ago and like, you know, little things, whereas like that fills me up and makes me feel good from the inside out. And it just starts my day off. Right. But that might not be someone else's like luxury, like laying in bed with a dog, like, (laughs) like when you really sound it out, like meh, but it's not glamorous. It's okay. We still love her. (laughs) But it's true. And I think that that's really the reminder to slow down. And that again, tying back to LA, LA is really good at slowing down. I remember in college, and we would have to do group projects. And a lot most of the kids there were all from Southern California. And I'd be like, why are you talking so damn slow? Like, can we just knock this project out and do it? And it's not like I'm from New York, (laughs) you know? And, but the thing is like, they, that culture knows how to slow down. They know how to take those extra 10 minutes and know that (laughs) nothing is going to come crashing down if they take those 10 minutes away with their dog. A dog that got peed on by our brother the day before. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Well, if you need to go slow, go to France for a week and holy moly, I like If you think like Emily was complaining about the line at Wendy's, like literally, (laughs) I'd be so angry. It's not even funny. I remember waiting for dinner for like two and a half hours. And that was like, no, it's not true. Right. And nothing's, nothing's going wrong. Everything's still fully functioning, even though they're taking it slow. Right. (laughs) But it was amazing. Like I would go back in a second. No, 
I remember my mom and I went on a cruise when I was in college and we went to the Caribbean and we did like, we got off the ship at one point to do like some sort of excursion. And I think it's when we went kayaking and my mom is like hippy dippy and into woo. And she's very much that person. But for some reason, like when we're on vacation, I am like, we got to go here. We got to do this. And this thing starts at this time. And we got to like, we can't miss anything. And like, we paid for this thing. And I'm like scared of being left behind. And so we have to like, we have to navigate everything and be on time. And I remember like, very clearly the leader of the like, kayaking excursion, like literally put his hands on my shoulders and was like, you need to chill. <laughs> like, we, like, you're not gonna miss your ship. We're gonna like go kayaking for a second. Like just be like you're in the mangroves in the Caribbean. Can you just be here for a second? And I mean, I think about that all the time when I get that buildup of just like trying to control every micro minute of the day. Where I'm like, okay, just be in the mangroves. Like <laughs> just chill for a second. Um, but it's, it's every day I let that leak into like business and driving places and doing things and just kind of chill sometimes. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like our comfort zone is kind of being in that stress state. That's what we're used to. And even though it doesn't feel great, there's some part of us that knows how to handle it. Whereas we don't know how to handle what it feel like to just take it slow and relax. And that's what's scary about doing it. I think the reason we do that is because we go back to our equilibrium. So like, woo, people talk about like, your frequency is a certain way. And like, you can do all these things to change your habits, but your body wants to go back to quote, its own normal. So if that is that you lost five pounds, like it wants to gain those five pounds back because it's used to it. And like, it want, if you're in a constant state of stress, like it just knows how to function in that state. So it wants to go back to there. And so you have to fight it to create a new sense of normalcy, which is really hard. And I think though, if you know it's going to be hard, that's half the thing because I have people that will like reach out and they'll be like, so how do I just make this shift overnight? And I'm like, girlfriend, like it's hard and like be okay with it being hard. Don't don't convince yourself that people are withholding the secret magic sauce. Mm-mm. No, my stress around food and anxiety and guilt have been decades building inside of my body. So now, nah. <laughs> no, it's not. There's there's not some magic thing that people are holding back from you, Emily. You know, and I'm, no. and I'm glad that you know that. And I think again, like it's okay that things in life are hard okay it's just like how we go about it yeah yeah no it's all it's all hard all right everything's hard it's fine all right well let's go into talk strategy to me and I know we didn't talk about a ton of specifics it was more like a giant therapy session so let's give the audience three to five action steps where they can work on improving their health and wellness to affect their overall success yeah So the first one I would say is be a guinea pig or like a science experiment on yourself. So like if you follow someone on Instagram who's always trying these health and wellness trends, be like this month, even though it sounds really weird, I'm going to try the adaptogens or I'm going to try that smoothie with pearl extra pearl powder in it or whatever like do something that's a little outside of the box that kind of like makes you think like 
okay, that's kind of weird, but it's so weird that I'm interested to try it and see and not put pressure on the outcome of it. Just like have fun with it. So like mm-hmm. think beyond yeah. the, the workout, think beyond going to the gym. And then the next one is to check in with yourself. So I kind of said this at the beginning when we were talking about meditation, meditate for those three, two minutes. And today you can literally check in with yourself right now. This is something that you don't even have to wait to get off the podcast. Like you check in, how do I feel right now? Meditate two to three minutes and then check in with yourself again. That's, and you're going to see right away a difference. So the next one is to put your business hat on and say, okay, what do I need from myself to perform at my highest level? Right? Is that, do I need more energy? Do I need more sleep? Do I need more food? Do I need better food? And write down, what is it that you need? And because you have that business hat on, you know that's a non-negotiable for you to succeed. And I, I tell people, my clients all the time, treat your business like a business and not a hobby. And when you do that, that starts within yourself too. Because if you were the CEO of Coca-Cola and you were like falling asleep at meetings all the time, right. would that fly? No. So why would that fly in yeah. your business? I like it. Whew. Got me thinking about a lot of stuff today. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, and y'all are just coming along for all of it. (laughs) Well, how about you tell people where they can hang out with you online? Yeah, so my podcast is the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast. So y'all can search that wherever you listen to your podcast. And on Instagram, I'm Monica Woodhams. And there I have my trainings on treating your business like a business and not a hobby. And you can really get any link that... I have there, whether it's my favorite wellness tips or business tips, lifestyle, all that. It's all on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That was super helpful. Good. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for having me. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details really love this show, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.